I'm Ruth Kramer with Mission Network News. Ethiopia's government declares a truce in its fight against the Tigray region. But will it be enough to end the 17-month-long conflict? Plus, life in the U.S. military might have even more in common with overseas mission than you might think. We'll explain that in just a couple minutes. But first, since November of 2020, civil war has raged between the central Ethiopian government and the northern Tigray province. On March 24, the government declared a truce and promised to allow humanitarian aid into Tigray. A blockade has cut the region off from the outside world since the fighting began. Eric Foley with the Voice of the Martyrs Korea says, The interesting thing is, is that our local church contacts are not viewing this with enthusiasm and acclaim. It's, it's certainly not that they want to see the fighting continue. But, you know, the situation in Ukraine has been a good reminder that often so-called humanitarian pauses in the war are unfortunately often used for strategic military advantage. Aid convoys into Tigray run the risk of being attacked by local militias or even roaming Eritrean soldiers. Since the war started, estimates say fighting has killed between 50 and 100,000 people. Even more have perished from starvation or lack of medical care. A ceasefire is no guarantee that these staggering statistics are going to be reversed or or slowed. There has to be an intervention from God to make it so that these aid convoys can, can reach and distribute aid. But a new creation is breaking through the war and devastation. Local Christians are providing food and medicine to people the aid convoys cannot reach. Ask God to strengthen them. Meanwhile, more survivors of violence continue to flood internally displaced people camps in Eastern Democratic Republic of the Congo. The violence is a mix of tribal conflict and militant groups. Mission Aviation Fellowship funds a team of 12 counselors to provide biblical support to the camps. MAF's Cheryl Streisel says she's met several survivors with incredible stories in one family with six children. The mother had lost part of her left arm in the attack about two and a half years ago on their village. And so she was left among the dead until someone realized that she was still breathing. And today I look at her and I don't really consider her as a handicapped person because she can accomplish all of her work with great speed, including wrapping her baby on her back as the Congolese women carry their children. She's smiling and thankful and praises God for his grace. The MAF counselors ask you to pray with them for Eastern DRC. They are praying for an end to tribal violence in villages and outskirts of Bunia. Another request is for the necessary resources to reach the displaced people who need them. Another one is that the IDPs would not give up hope of returning to their homes. And the last request is that they would not lose faith that God loves them and hears their prayers. And the United States military is one of the world's largest based on active personnel. The military expects 2.2 million of its members to retire by 2031. Retirement from any career field creates a sense of relief from the daily grind, but it leaves others asking, now what? The mission field may be a perfect next step. Retired Army wife and current Wycliffe USA missionary Robin Crabtree says, The life of the military and the life of the missionary support one another. There's a beautiful relationship between those two things. Tom Crabtree, Robin's husband, served as an Army engineer officer for 27 years. Really, we were working together, a healthy military family, is one where the spouse is also engaged in the community, engaged in the units that I was serving in. She was supporting the family members when my unit was doing training or on deployment. When Tom retired, Guy gave the couple a new assignment, Nigeria. I was a leader in the Army in lots of different roles as an engineer within Wycliffe. I've been supervisor of some of the technical things that support Bible translation. Now it's your turn. Where does the Lord want you to serve him next? 
Find your place in the story at missionnews.org. Thanks for listening to Mission Network News, a service of One Way Ministries. This month, Slava Gospel Association offers My Father's House. It's a devotional written by women for women, and it uses the furnishings of the Old Testament tabernacle as object lessons, along with stories of ministry to Slavic women for your spiritual growth. Get yours free when you click on the banner ad at missionnews.org. I'm Ruth Kramer. 